beautiful people mindful people i don't know if anyone is awake but perhaps if you wake up you will find this message it might um, imply to you or it might not but i thought i'd say something before the week starts so that we can have a bit of learning it's been quite a while i know that people always quench for my voice notes i'm really happy and pleased that um this group is making an impact in people's lives i'm just so grateful for that i mean i it really serves the purpose of why i actually started it because it was very intentional when i started it and i i'm happy that mean people give me feedback of you know how the learning they get here has helped them to even think harder and think about more you know about life in a different way so that's brilliant that's good so as we're starting a new week um we're actually approaching december oh yeah a month of celebration for those who celebrate the birth of jesus christ but for those who don't it's all festive because it's all celebrated around the world so i think we all in that mood of trying to be happy thanksgiving in america um i mean that's huge but again the rest of christians wait for the birth of jesus christ so december i love december it's full of lights it's very dark where i am it's snowy but i still embrace the season i think it's important for us to learn the seasons and move with the seasons i think i never knew so much why you know people used to dwell on celebrating seasons but now i understand because when you celebrate seasons it actually helps you to stay present with whatever is going on so happy festivals wherever you are if you're in america happy belated thanksgiving we saw a lot of turkey and macaroni cheese if anybody's in america please i want to test the american macaroni cheese i think i see that on every table with turkey yeah we get to eat that but yeah wish you all the best as you start a new week yeah i mean i've discovered one thing actually that helps me quite a lot and i thought that i would share with you i always want to take control of my week before it actually starts i thought it was only working better when i took control of my day but i'm looking at 
taking control of my week as something very beneficial when I look at how sometimes a week starts unfolding but it might find when you're not really centered and grounded and prepared that knocks you over so what helps me really is every Sunday I definitely have a word that I'm going to be using to command my week so no matter what I go through I always remind my, myself of that anchor word or anchor inspirational quote that I'm going to set for the week so I find that very helpful I think that's very good practice for everybody who is fighting some battles or if you feel stuck and you that person who is worried about what the future is going to be because there are two types of warriors there are those who worry about the past and those who worry about the future how the week is going to be so but I think there it's another group who is not prepared <laughs> for anything you know they're not in the past they're not in the present they're not in the future they're just there they just don't know where they are but I think it's very good for us to always be mindful really um, so having a weapon before you're shot at or before anything bad happens to you i think for me that is very good preparation if you one person who is interested in the things of the mind you would know that it's better to offer something to your mind very quickly um you prompt your mind to dwell on something before actually the bad news or anything unfolds during the week so we i think it could be good practice that we take over our week before it even starts same as we take hold of our day in the morning before it starts so today i just wanted to do something really quickly um it's going to be all over the place <laughs> i'm just I was just here sitting here randomly and I thought okay let me let me talk about some things that have appeared in my let's say feed or the books I've read or a talk I've listened to and it actually makes sense so I really sometimes want to share and add on anything that I learn if anyone knows me I give myself space to learn new things all the time and that has really helped me to thrive through life because I enjoy learning. That's one thing that I am comfortable doing, really. I learn every day. So before we go on, I wanted to See whether you can give yourself time to start visualizing how you actually want your week to unfold. 
very powerful form of meditation, visualization. You see, everything that you ever want in life, if you just take a moment and visualize its form and image in your head, you could do this maybe through prayer or just sitting there and taking some time off trying to rest or relax if you feel that you want something so bad start visualizing it because i have proven that you know when we create images in our heads, we attract those images. I do not want to go into so much of, you know, the law of attraction or anything, but I'm just giving you some shallow information about how you can help yourself to achieve things that you want to achieve. And I love visualization because it's one way you can use your mind in a different way rather than using your mind to worry about what might go wrong, using your mind to think about fear and think about how inadequate and how you haven't achieved things in life. I think visualization is very helpful like to take you away you you kind of like take yourself on a journey even though you haven't gone so i remember when i was reading a book by an author called pico aya uh, it's called the art of going nowhere and that was the first time i was introduced to visualization and he he talks about actually going nowhere just sitting still but taking yourself somewhere through just thinking about maybe a beautiful place that you have been to or just a good memory that just brought you that so much happiness and you can sometimes use that in times when things are not working out for you so when you feel stuck and you don't know where things are going to come from it's very good that use that form of meditation which is visualization to just think about create those images in your head and trust me the universe will definitely answer you if it's a wedding if it's a baby if it's a job or if it's a degree anything that you feel that you want just close your eyes just sit comfortably be it on the floor or you want to sit in a chair as long as it's quiet and just close your eyes just making sure that you you're comfortable you've pulled all your shoulders back and your spine is straight and while you're 
getting into that position just take some deep breaths in and hold it the way we've learned about deep breathing here using um, the 478 breathing exercise just exhale out first all that air that has been holding on all that carbon dioxide that you've been holding on because when we are stressed or when we are going through something sometimes we breathe shallowly but we never know I mean that's the reason why we get palpitations because our heart is not getting enough oxygen so allow yourself to always take deep breaths in honoring all that you have been holding on and just exhale and release everything that has been holding you captive so as you continue to take the deep breaths throughout this moment of visualizing imagining yourself sitting in let's say a, a safe place somewhere where you feel safe where you feel love see yourself at ease for the first time how do you want to view yourself like create let's say three screens in your head so this first screen would be you right now and the second screen would be you relaxing or being at ease and doing everything you you want to do to help you relax it could be maybe taking a swim or walking on the beach or walking in the woods in nature or smelling flowers or that self-care anything that you do to look after yourself so you're visualizing it and then in the third screen you see yourself as a different person you have been renewed So settle into that space where you've done everything and you know that you are you are held, you're protected and you are supported. So I'd like you to take a moment and acknowledge that area of your life that you have been controlling. What is that area of your life that you, you've been worrying about? You know, you want things to be different, but it seems that you're not getting a grip of what it is really. Could it be money? Could it be a relationship? 
Could it be a diagnosis, an illness? Could it be something that you're yearning? Could it be infertility? Could it be an employment? Or could it be feelings of unworthiness, inadequacy? Is it about people who have mistreated you and betrayed you? Anything. So allow yourself to feel whatever feelings arising just as you focus your attention on that situation. What are you feeling? What is making you feel like this so you honor what comes up for you so whatever comes up you just acknowledge it and then come back to your breath just take a long deep breath so we all have what they call a mind's eye we just have to learn how to activate it so through our mind's eye we hold all our visions all our visions are there we just haven't got time to tap into them just imagine that you are carrying a basket and in that basket is where you're going to put everything that you have been carrying all the worries all the problems that you have faced up until now until this very moment when you have allowed yourself to be present so in that basket you put everything that you have been controlling so after that you can surrender that basket and give it up as you're doing that you're setting the intention to now fully release the need to control and allow whatever power that you believe in it could be God it could be the universe it could be anything that you believe in that you surrender that to the power to take over I'd like you to take a deep breath and honor your devotion to surrender this moment. So 
so after you've surrendered that basket put everything in hold a vision of what you want your life to look like we all have ways in which we want our lives to look like these visions might be hijacked by the problems that we have been facing the things that have been told to us and we stopped believing and dreaming there's a vision inside of you there's a purpose inside of you there's something that you want to achieve but there's so many obstacles that you now have chosen to see these obstacles instead of your vision so it's only in the moments of silence we get to see what we really want because when we are awake there's so much noise that goes on around us but it's through silence when we silence our mind we are rest assured that we are safe we just need to stop controlling things so this moment for you is to release everything that has been holding you every obstacle every dream snatcher everything that has gone wrong in your life you have put it in a basket and it's gone so you can dream again just remember that you can dream again but it's only in stillness that that energy will come back to you Take a deep breath in. And out. And then when you're ready, gently open your eyes to just look around the room where you are. And take notice of the things that you have. actually always want to finish off my moment of stillness I call it by taking a look at the room where I am sitting just to notice anything because from that moment of stillness see your mind 
has been somewhere so it has to come back to reality but sometimes when we come back to reality we we might be shocked by what we see so i always want to use gratitude every time i come back from a moment of stillness just look around and appreciate everything i have you know it could be a clock it could be a piece of furniture it could be a photo frame hanging on the wall you know you look at anything around you just noticing the colors the you know the texture of it if it's something that you're holding literally you're just using your five senses in that moment to just maybe hear what you how the clock just sticks around or any music around you it helps once you learn this practice of calming your mind it's very very helpful to even think harder of what you want your life to be sometimes we are caught up in so many things and we just lose focus we don't know what we want and then we start feeling so bad about ourselves because we haven't achieved things we want in you know in life or we've clocked a certain age and we haven't really done the things that we really dreamt of doing but sometimes our dreams do not come to us when we are in chaos our dreams come to us when we allow ourselves to sit in stillness and think about our life you know when you look at all the religious people there's always that moment of silence that you we get or we experience when we are in the presence of the most powerful you know thing that we we believe in even when we go to let's say church or a mosque just pay attention that there's always that moment of silence there's reason why they created that because through that silence you tap into the person that you really are there's so much noise out there that sometimes we get lost in thinking differently because of the too much information that we hear we receive we allow so every time you allow yourself to silence and sit still without going nowhere you actually giving your brain something to work with the brain loves information but again it loves silence so that it can work with that information that you have given it in order to give you something very very let's say productive or 
something that is going to lead you into abundancy. See, it's through those small dreams, it's through those small voices that we respect enough to start what we want to 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 do in life if you so busy and you'd never listen to your own voice hmm i think you better start now so as i said i'm not going to i might just be random talking about different things because it feels like i'm just having a conversation with somebody and i'm just all over the place yeah we've talked about visualization the importance of it and the purpose of taking time off to be still to just listen to what is my inner voice telling me but there's also one thing that i wanted to mention today is how we view the life that has been put ahead of us So one of the books that I was reading is called The Course in Miracles. It says that I am not responsible for what I see, rather I'm responsible for how I perceive or understand that that I am seeing. I came to understand that there's so many ways that we can actually view something you know we are not responsible for how we view our situations we're not responsible for how we view the things that we we face or we fight with every day it's how we perceive them it's how we understand those things is how we understand those situations so what we really perceive is but just based on our interpretation when you get that understanding actually it makes life easier it's how you interpret something but again sometimes our mind might interpret things differently which causes us suffering you have to be aware i know that sometimes the purpose of our mind is to keep us safe so it creates things in our heads just to tell us no you can't go there because this is like this you know our mind has a tendency of doing that but i mean this is the importance of mindfulness that not everything that falls in your mind you have to accept you have to audit you have to check and see whether hmm, is this is this is this the right way to think about this or maybe should i just move back and observe 
what this mind is trying to do. So what we perceive is just based on our interpretation. For example, a couple might be fighting and then the mind just leads to say, oh, you might just file for divorce. But again, another person would view the fight as something like strength for the couple that they've fought and communicated about things and that's going to make them strong as a couple because they're able to address the things that affect their relationship so it's that way our mind I'm thinking there's so many things that it offers us, but we it's up to us to stand back and observe the many ways that it's trying to interpret the things that have been, you know, put in front of us. The things, when I say things, I mean any situation. So, another example, it might be that somebody has got a negative decision, could be a health diagnosis. And in the eyes of the other person, it might be a complete terror. It might be, they might feel so disappointed and scared and fearful but again another person might think that oh i need to slow down and look after myself and also start embracing each moment so there are two things to everything you know there's always lessons that we miss out when we don't pay attention there are questions that we miss to ask when we don't pay attention. Gabriella Bayston said that um, we perceive circumstances with love or fear. There are two things, either with love or fear. Actually, today I went to church and we were learning about something. Definitely, I don't want to refer it here, but the preacher said that let's aim for searching for faith in every situation rather than fear. And it resonates with actually what I read just at the beginning of the week where the lady talked about our circumstances we can perceive them in two elements with love or with fear so for me I equate love to faith you know having faith believing in the unseen because I think love we don't we don't see love we just 
we just believe it we just feel it but we don't actually see it so yeah so our, our interpretation is very very important when it comes to understanding situations So as the week starts, pay attention. Have different perceptions of how you're going to understand the situations that you're going through. So as you're going through this, I'd like to say maybe a prayer that you can repeat after yourself or to yourself sorry a prayer that you can repeat to yourself I've always liked the word surrender I know there's power in just saying I surrender so in that time when you feel confused you might just write this down if you want to the power of writing remember I surrender the grievancy to you to whoever so that you can reorganize it back to love because our aim to actually understand our situations is to always equate them to love not fear so that moment when you recognize that how you have perceived the situation has led you into a different direction you have a choice to bring yourself back and revisit that understanding or perception or your that reality that has been created and see whether you can find love in every situation so i surrender this grievance to you god of universe so that you can reorganize it back to love We all have a teacher of love. We've all been introduced to love in one way or the other. We might just not know how to embrace it. So, ask for that guidance to help you perceive love instead of fear I've written something up there that said the minute you become aware of something it is weakened and if it's weakened it is changeable once you perceive or once you recognize sorry or once you acknowledge That awareness is what you need to actually help you, yourself to bring yourself back 
you know that awareness is control become aware of how you are going to understand situations it's very powerful awareness is a skill same as mindfulness but awareness is the skill of have I become aware and it's never too late to always come back and change your mind you know we all have a right to change our mind all the time I mean women do change their minds all the time and that's I think that's a privilege that we have we are allowed to change our minds I mean I can change my mind every now and then I've and I feel free without feeling guilty so yeah in this incident no matter what your situation looks like right now you can choose the way you are going to look at it because you are not responsible for what you see but you are responsible for how you understand that situation let that sink in yeah so something else that i wanted to talk about is as I say, I love the word awareness, becoming aware of things actually helps us to free ourselves because we, we find ourselves entangled in, in situations just because we, we are not aware of what's going on. So something else that I, I wanted to talk about here is are you aware of your triggers are you aware of what triggers you you know sometimes we feel the way we're feeling without even questioning how are we feeling what caused this feeling you know so as we are ending this month we we want to learn what are our triggers because if you're aware of for example a risk or if you're aware of let me give an example of maybe if you're not a you know fire burns you know and if you you touch it you definitely know that it's going to burn you so that awareness where did you learn that from you know you learned it from childhood when you were taught about how dangerous the fire is. So all of us have that awareness. We, we have that awareness that we can be burned if we touch fire. But we actually have an awareness of what triggers, you know, offset us or upset us. Do we know? It might be we always just engage in conversations or we we just do things randomly not knowing 
that this is not a good time for me to actually do this so i like the way um one doctor that i was listening to she's called dr caroline leaf if anybody wants to look out for her she's got very good talks about the mind she's a neuro neurologist or neuroscientist i mean me i'm always interested in things of the brain i'm afraid i am but yeah she talks of a trigger as a thing that activates an existing thought So it, she says that a trigger is that external stimulation that activates our internal storage. So when something triggers us, it's actually already inside of us. But we just don't know. So for example, if someone said something to you and you become angry or ashamed or guilty or shocked it might be that that something has always been in you you've always stored it so everything that we store it's you know in form of memory it's in our brain we know it. Maybe somebody has said it before and then it became, you know, we stored it and then someone says it again and then it triggers off. So we have to become aware when we respond or react positively or, neg- or, or negatively. I mean, I would have said it the other way around and said respectively but you know what I mean because here in mindfulness we learn that we have to learn to respond rather than react so a trigger are you do you know your triggers do you know what triggers you off you know I mean for example we could say we know what triggers off our you know our physical health when it comes to kind you know diet and nutrition you might know that oh i don't drink milk or i don't eat meat or i don't eat spicy food because it triggers my irritable bowel syndrome or it irritates you know my ulcers also you know i feel i hear people say that they know their body they know what they put in their body but do we take time to know what we actually feed our minds do we know that some things are going to trigger emotions in us i think it would be a very good practice you know to become aware of our triggers because You can't just go to somebody's house and they offer you food when you know that that food is going to trigger you. You know, your ulcers are always going to trigger some running stomach or whatever. You know, you you become very conscious or cautious about what you feed 
yourself physically but then psychologically do we know what triggers us so i think it's very important as i said i'm just going to be random talking about all these things but if you find this helpful you know you might just try this week and become aware of the things that trigger you sometimes some conversations are not worth having sometimes some messages are not worth replying or sometimes the comments on face you know the posts on facebook are not worth reading or even listening to so we trigger ourselves but unknowingly and you find yourself tired you find yourself irritable you find yourself lacking sleep yet you don't know what you fed your mind with the same way we look after our body is the same way we look after our mind and the same way we look after our spirit we just feed the correct food and nutrition correct information in order to have that body and that mind and the spirit to give us to grow the mind will give us some good thoughts and then the spirit will help us to relax and be calm but it's what triggers that is if you become aware of what triggers you you automatically avoid it to save yourself you know it could be a heated argument that is going to start and you quickly just tell yourself i don't think i i'm, I'm just going to excuse myself i don't think i can handle this you know you can't be engaging in everything i mean i think i've got to an age maybe i'm just growing old but i think no i mean this is a lesson i've learned and i just want to share with you really that if things haven't gone so wrong for you or you haven't got to that age where yeah things become a, re- a little bit difficult yeah this is a skill that you might do with if you want to win at life trigger trigger triggers triggers okay another random thought or talk is about responsibility for our reactions or responses as we talked about our responsibility of viewing what we see but also taking responsibility for our reactions do we reflect back on how we reacted or responded to certain situations you know 
we have control over our responses and reactions but it's because sometimes we are not in the moment we are not present that's why we react the way we do but we just have to know that we have control we can control you can actually control the way you respond Because you have to be aware that the way you respond, is it going to have an effect on you afterwards? Are you going to regret or become shameful of what you've actually said or done? I think that's why it's very powerful to be calculative when we say things but being also calculative of how we respond or react to things I don't know if I've come across people who take no responsibility for anything even when they're in the wrong they don't they don't allow to take responsibility i think that's not a good way to live really and sometimes we might be blaming our circumstances and yet the fault lies with us because we allowed ourselves to be in the toxic zone even though situations have happened to us but we allow ourselves to be in a toxic zone we're not moving we remain there in that zone for me i think that is not being responsible we develop this idea of blaming circumstances just because we didn't take time to be present with that thing Let's learn to be responsible for how we react. Because reactions are going to trigger some emotions and feelings. But when you take time to observe, look back or lean back from your thoughts, from your head, from how you're going to react you're actually just going to save yourself our responsibility so today 
as you're moving into the new week. You pay attention to you, how you respond or how you react. And even if you reacted, you know, you don't have to feel guilty about how you react as long as you become aware that I should never have reacted like that. You know, that helps your mind and you yourself to actually forgive yourself because guess what? We're all thinking that, I mean, I thought that we have to be forgiving people. But do we ever forgive ourselves? Or maybe that's another random thing that I should talk about. Because when we self-sabotage, when we we are self-unforgiving to ourselves, it's actually more dangerous than when we don't forgive others. So when you realize that you have reacted, just having that realization is enough actually to take you out of that toxic zone. Oh, I shouldn't have reacted that way. And sometimes we find ourselves that we might apologize to the person and say, oh, I'm sorry, I should never have said that. It's It brings a lot of peace for you and the person. I mean, here I'm relating it to the person. But maybe there's a situation in your life. Maybe there's some form of reality that you're going through and you have reacted differently ever since that something happened. It's not too late for you to save yourself and feel better because our ultimate goal in this group is to feel better about ourselves, you know. So it's not too late for you to change your mind and react differently to your situation. It takes us back to how we see it. So take responsibility. So as we conclude this random talk, learn to bring your thoughts into captivity. Learn to bring your thoughts into captivity. All the thoughts of judgment, shame, complaining, shock, guilt, regret. Learn to bring them into captivity. Hold them before they actually destroy you. Don't allow them to absorb you, absorb you. Don't allow those emotions to take over you. You have control. You have a chance to build health thoughts as you move on into the new month, into the new week. 
and allow yourself intentionally to think positively and you will see that everything that you visualize will come to life trust me because you are attracting rather than pushing away so it starts with changing how you view things and how you relate to things and hence you create your reality and I'm sure that you wouldn't want a reality that is doomed we all want to be in a life which is peaceful which is fulfilling and abandoned we all aim for that at some point but it's maybe how we handle situations in our life that is causing us to suffer even more sit still think or observe things through things can be different it's just your reaction it's how you respond that is going to determine whether you're going to be happy or not happy If you teach yourself to think, you will find whatever you are looking for. Have a good night.